Welcome to Maker Mom, a podcast where I explore the stories of Maker Moms and the life they lead. Each week, I will bring you the behind-the-scenes story of a new Maker Mom. I'm Katie Freeman, a furniture designer and content creator running freemanfurnishings.com and your host of the Maker Mom podcast. You can find Maker Moms hanging out in the Facebook community at Maker Moms and on the web at makermompodcast.com. If you love what you hear, please subscribe, leave a stellar review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of the Maker Mom podcast. Today's guest is Charlie with Build and Create Home. And actually, I did this interview with Charlie before this podcast even existed. I was doing it for my mompreneur blog on my Freeman Furnishings website. Um, But it was such a great interview that I thought I'd put it up here on the podcast so all of you could hear it. Charlie is super cool, super fun. Um, She's a wife, a military wife, a mom of four, and both a maker and DIYer, and perhaps a little bit more DIY emphasis currently. Um, As many of you know who have been listening to the podcast, I consider anybody with more than two kids my hero. So Charlie is definitely in that category. Plus, she uh, has a good time doing it, not just being a mom, but being a maker and DIYer. But before I let you get to that interview, um, there's no new patrons this week uh, on Patreon for the Maker Mom podcast. But as you know, if you would like to uh, join the tribe, the Maker Mom podcast tribe, you can head on over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Maker Mom podcast check it out, become a patron, join the tribe, and get in on all the cool stuff like early access to episodes, um, some interaction back and forth with me if I have templates or fun tip things, I put them up there. And also, we don't want to forget the once a month online Maker Mom meetup that uh, patrons have access to. If you don't want to do it through just hitting it on the web, you can also, uh, on my Instagram, on Maker Mom Podcast Instagram, if you click the link in the bio, and hit Maker Mom Tribe, that will take you right there as well. So you don't want to miss out on that opportunity. But with no further ado, I will let you listen in to the interview with Charlie. Such fun. Yeah, my name is Charlie, and I live on Oahu. And I blog at Build and Create Homes, and I've been a woodworker for almost eight years. Okay. And how many kiddos do you have? I have four kids, and they oh range <laughs> from five to 13. You are a brave woman. Um, <laughs> um, all right. So you said you've been um, – now, do you classify yourself more as a DIYer or a maker or woodworker? So – I started as DIY. Mm-hmm. Um, our, we purchased a home in 2010 that needed some work, and my husband has a really busy job. He's in the military, so um, he would get me started on a project. I had zero skills mm-hmm. with power tools or anything, um, and he would get me started, say, this is how the tool works, this is what we need to do, go for it, and I would 
tear down walls and tear out cabinetry and um, laid tile and just figured out all that kind of stuff as we went along. And we ended up only being stationed here for a year. So we had to hurry and get it done really fast. And then we moved somewhere and were renters. So I had all these power tools <laughs> and knowledge, and I couldn't rip out any walls or do anything. So I turned to woodworking. Um, I love woodworking. So I really got into that, and I started selling furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're back in Hawaii again in the same house. And we've just added on 700 square feet to it, and we're doing a really big remodel. So I'm kind of taking a woodworking break while doing, you know, tiling. And I guess Mm -hmm. I'm still doing some woodworking with carpentry, building our cabinetry and um, my pantry, Mm -hmm. things like that. Okay. That's just general DIY stuff right yeah. now. Yep. Okay. Kind um, of bounce back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have all the tools to make it happen, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> so you said, so about 2010, that was the first time you ever used tools? Ever touched any power tool, yep. Okay. Uh, was there any one tool in particular you found a little intimidating at first? Well, because I didn't have any experience with any tools, they were all intimidating. Okay. <laughs> so, and I was a total girly girl, um, so any of them were really out there for me. The mm-hmm. circular saw was the first saw I ever used, and um, looking back on it, that's probably not the safest saw to learn on. <laughs> right, yeah. But, but it it worked, and I was able to get a lot. You can do a lot with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the tool that I feel like really pushed me over into the woodworking category was my miter saw. Once I got that, I felt like oh, yeah. I fell in love with the miter saw. My mm-hmm. first one was just a tiny 7-inch little cheap one, mm-hmm. and I loved it, and it worked great for me for a little while, and then I just ramped up to a... 12 inch a couple of years ago and I I don't know what I'd do without it mm-hmm. by far my favorite tool yeah I would I would agree to me it's my second favorite tool um, my angle grinder is my favorite because I carve a lot of things but right. yeah um, my miter saw is probably the tool I've had the longest and mm-hmm. it's I don't even own the table saw so I do quite a bit uh, with just the miter saw Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're pretty versatile once you get comfortable with them. Yeah. I just got a table saw last year. Um, so I worked without one for a really mm-hmm. long time. And that one I was really intimidated by, really scared of, because I've heard um, so many accidents happen right. on them. Yeah. Yeah. So, but now that I have it, I use it a lot. I'm just, I have a healthy dose of respect for it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I say that's always good to, like, you know, still have, uh, you know, respect or even a small bit of fear for a tool just yep. because it helps you keep in focus the safety aspect of doing the work. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So um, when did you decide to 
you know, basically turn what you were doing and, you know, you started renovating your own house, but when did you decide to turn it into a business? I didn't start selling things until, um, it was actually the IG Builders Challenge mm-hmm. last year. I think it was number three, the benches. Mm-hmm. And I built a bench specifically for that, just for fun. I wanted to get into the Instagram game and mm-hmm. um, I built my bench and then I didn't really need a bench. I already had an outdoor bench and so I posted it on um, a Facebook page and someone asked me to personalize the back of it. I did one that the back has writing on it, says stay oh, okay. a while. Yep. <clears throat> and they asked if on the reverse I could write their last name and the date they were married and um so I did that, and then I had multiple people ask if it was still available. And I was like, oh, well, I can build another one, you know. Mm-hmm. And then um, someone else saw it, and she said, well, can you build me this upholstered corner bench? And I was like, well, <laughs> okay, why not? I've upholstered right. things before, and I've built things, so I guess I can upholster something I've built. Um, mm-hmm. And then it just... <clears throat> kind of took off from there um people would post in these facebook groups saying oh she made this for me and it's awesome and look and then i just had so many orders that i was booked out for five six months and i finally had to say i can't take any more orders i need to work on my house as much as i love woodworking my house is totally being neglected because i'm right (laughs) building building for other people and not taking care of my own house, my own family. So I did take take a step back in um, May is when I cut it off completely. And I still every day have multiple people. Are you ready to take orders again? Are you ready to take <laughs> orders again? No, no, I can't yet. So do you, so obviously, you know, you made money and could sell with your woodworking. Uh, do you monetize? the the DIY blog at all? Um, So I started my blog in also in 2010 under the name Attempting Aloha. And that blog, I did monetize um, and had affiliates and I had started working with um, some brands. Mm -hmm. And then just right as I was starting to work with brands, we were stationed overseas in Italy. And part of our agreement living in Italy was that I would not make any money there as a spouse. spouse. And um, it was really difficult anyway to have product shipped to Italy or to find it. I couldn't just go to the store and buy all the same things I need and then, you know, write a blog post where everyone can go buy the exact same thing. Like, well, this is an Italian brand and it just, it didn't work. Plus, my kids were in public Italian school, and so I was helping them learn a foreign language, and it was just too much. Mm-hmm. So I stopped blogging completely during those three years that we were in Italy, and then when we came back to Hawaii, I just hadn't really gotten back into it, and I just started again because my baby um, started kindergarten this month. So I'm all by myself during the day while all four kids are in school. So I just started blogging again. 
So your baby just started kindergarten. My oldest just started kindergarten. So yeah, yeah, a, definitely a transition. <laughs> Big adventure. Yes. He's been ready, though. He's with his sisters already all in school. He was a bored little boy last year. <laughs> I tried to keep him busy, you know, helping me with yep. the woodworking. And well, there's only so much he can do. He's, mm-hmm. He would bounce around the yard and build stuff with my scraps and but he's excited to be in school finally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's not uh, like the oldest where the young younger ones are still at home playing and they right, have to go yep. to school. It's yeah. harder for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. My So my youngest, I just have two, but my youngest, she's, she'll be three in January. And on the first day of kindergarten for my son, she actually got more upset that yeah. we did, you know, just because she really wanted to go with her big brother, right. you know. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely get that. Um, so how do you manage being an active mom of four and a woodworker and a DIYer all at the same time? Um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Some days I feel like I fail completely. You know, yesterday we ate macaroni and cheese because <laughs> I was tiling my kitchen and couldn't access all my cupboards and right. spices. And you just got to kind of go with the flow. Um, having this many kids and this many projects going on, something's got to give. Right. So yep. some days it's my woodworking and it has to give. And some days it's my kids and they watch more TV than they should. And yep. they're... Being military kids, though, they're pretty resilient and flexible, so they're used to a little bit of chaos and moving new places and doing new things, so they they do well, and it also gives me a good opportunity to involve them and teach them a lot of these skills and things and make them work, um, so I try as much as I can to involve them, which can be really hard because, you know, managing someone yeah sometimes be even yeah. more difficult than than just doing it yourself um but I do try to let them I'll let them prime things because I know I'm going to be sanding it anyway right um little things like that that I know they can they can help with mm-hmm. okay uh so what's your favorite part about being a woodworker and DIYer I know the generic answer is that it gives flexibility and stuff, um, staying home. But really, I love to cut things. <laughs> <laughs> That's because, fair. That's fair. <laughs> I love my miter saw. I I know I said that already, yeah. but I really love just <laughs> getting in the groove of something, having it all planned out, and just sitting down and not sitting. But yeah, you know, getting getting all my lumber ready and prepped and cutting. I love my uh, planer. I love watching sawdust fly, and I love the smell, and I love seeing something come together, and my customers' faces be so excited to see something they've been dreaming about, and you know, scribbled on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. come to life, and they're just so excited. And I, I really love the whole process, except sanding. <laughs> yeah, I haven't met too many people who say sanding is their favorite part. <laughs> no, that's finished work. I don't love painting either. Yeah. I do love to stain, mm-hmm. but I don't like to paint. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, well, if you love sawdust flying, I will have to send you an invite for when I have my next What Sawdust Challenge. Yes. Uh, where, you know, I put it out there for anybody to participate, but um, doing something fun with the uh, crazy amount of sawdust that we all seem to create. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yes. I did, I did sawdust right. angels. Some people did, like, you know, made it like a big sand pit and buried themselves. It was good fun. <laughs> so <laughs> I will definitely remember to make sure I send you a message when we get that up. Yeah. Um, all right. So what's your favorite part about being a mom? Watching my kids learn. I really love the sparks that lights up when they figure something out. I, it's my favorite thing. All four of my kids, I decided I wanted to teach them how to read mm -hmm. um, before they started school. And I love watching them learn how to read and um, figuring out sounds and putting things together. It's so fun to watch them just become little people. They mm -hmm. just figure things out and get so excited. And I also love when they start developing a sense of humor. I yeah. really... I really love humor. It's a big part of who I am. So when they start getting sarcasm, you know, there are different mm -hmm. stages in the humor game when they start to understand sarcasm and can put things together and then they start using it on their own and they start understanding jokes and movies and it's fun. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. What would you say, and, and maybe you haven't had any, but what would you say uh, is you the biggest challenge you may have faced being a female woodworker and DIYer in a traditionally male-dominated field? Um, I don't feel like anyone's ever been really condescending to mm -hmm. me. Um, I've had mostly pleasant experiences. I get, you know, a lot of people offering to help, but Home Depot or wherever mm -hmm. I am, load my lumber and I'm usually fine and I just say no thank you and do it on my own. I think my biggest challenge is really just physically I'm so much smaller so a lot of the tools and things are built for men. Mm -hmm. um, even sanders, my orbital sanders, they mm -hmm. all have really wide grips. I which, hear you. <laughs> which makes it, I get carpal tunnel Yeah. and uh, my husband's a physician and he was like, well, you're getting carpal tunnel because you're holding this with this wide grip all the time and for that many hours and this angle, whatever. So mm -hmm. we had to go around and try to find a specific sander that the grip isn't too wide and just tools aren't really built or catered to women. Yep. I, so, I would absolutely agree with that. I have the same issue with the sander, but I also have that issue with the angle grinder. Um, yeah, yeah. With, with carving and holding it for, you know, I yep. can sometimes hold it for four to six hours a day and yeah. then and then I get not necessarily carpal tunnel but I get trigger finger and I can't mm -hmm. move my hand like yep. for the next couple of days and I've searched high and low online and everything and I've tried even reaching out to some of the bigger brands like it can't be just a women's issue like I'm sure yeah. there's men with smaller hands that exactly. this is difficult to, to do to grip mm -hmm. And if you guys can make, like, pack so much into a, a smartphone, I'm sure somebody can come up with making a tool that has a smaller grip 
that's more ergonomic right. for people with smaller hands. <laughs> that's not a festival that costs thousands of dollars. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yes, so I hear you 100% on that because that's like one of my biggest challenges too is just finding tools that can work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but as far as uh, response, people on Instagram are always really nice. I've had good um, experiences there. I don't feel like anyone's ever been demeaning um, to me as a female woodworker. I get a lot of foreigners on my account for some yeah. reason. I'm not yeah. sure why. And um, even even they are like, oh, wow, females don't, they can't woodwork in my country or they're not mm -hmm. woodworkers in my country. That's And they're usually impressed and they like to see it. It's not Mm -hmm. It's not a negative thing. So. Right. Okay. Well, good. What do you, uh, what would you say you'd want your kids to learn from watching you be a woodworker and have your own business? Uh, I shared in my stories the other day, as I was tiling, I had my iPad in front of me and was watching an episode of Fixer Upper. And my son was with me. Um, he's a five-year-old, mm -hmm. and it was one of those scenes, I don't know if you watch Fixer Up for very often, but Joanna usually comes to the site while mm -hmm. Chip is working and brings him, you know, lunch or something yep. and tells yep. him something that needs to be changed. And anyway, so she leaves, and my son looked at me, and he's like, so JoJo doesn't work? Why doesn't <laughs> she stay and help him? <laughs> mm -hmm. And it was so funny to me. I mean, I understand. Not all women have to be woodworkers or have to do DIY. Right. If she doesn't want to and she doesn't like it. Great. But I loved that he didn't even recognize that there's a stereotype that right. That he just thinks, oh, women can help and they should be helping. And that's just how he saw it. He didn't mm -hmm. even think twice about women aren't supposed to be working or you know, right. moms. Mom's the anomaly, <laughs> being right. the one doing the working while dad's off doing other things. Mm -hmm. So I think just kind of being an example that women don't have to fit in certain molds or boxes. And even though I do stay home, I fit that traditional role. Um, I stayed home with my kids and didn't work outside of the home. I want them to know that we can do whatever we want. There's no limitations mm -hmm. to who we can be or what we can do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. So the last question I have for you is what would you say to another mom who maybe wants to start woodworking or making or creating in any way but is hesitant to get started? Um, I have a favorite quote by Albert Einstein that says, I have no special talent. I am only passionately curious. And I think that's really true. The very first step is to just be curious, just want to learn, um, and to give it a shot. It, it doesn't take any special talent. It just takes a few tools and a little bit of confidence. And if you can overcome the confidence hurdle and invest in a few inexpensive tools, it's a wonderful hobby or business or whatever you want to make it that 
will really make being a mom um, and a woman, I feel, a more enriching experience to have something else mm -hmm. that you can kind of draw from and do. Yeah, I think it's I think it's beneficial to anybody to 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 have creativity in some way in their life, but I definitely mm -hmm. think it's it's helpful for moms. I find it like helps to recharge my battery. So, yep, I can be a better mom. Yep. I said in my post yesterday, um my one of my kids came out as I was distressing some wood, you know, beating mm -hmm. it with <laughs> a hammer. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And I said, I'm de-stressing. And they said, You're do you mean distressing? I was like, Oh yeah, sure, whatever. Both. <laughs> you know, both de-stressing and distressing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's a twofold thing here. Exactly. Exactly. Such a super fun interview with Charlie. And since this interview is actually about six months ago, I definitely foresee in the future um, having Charlie on here again just to kind of catch up with her and see how things are going now. Um, so before I leave you for today, all right, another reminder, go on to Maker Mom Podcast on Instagram. If you aren't following it already, please do so that you know when uh, the week's episode is out. And I also share um, some of the Maker Moms posts. If you are a Maker Mom and you want to have your project shared with the tribe, use the hashtag hashtag maker mom podcast and I will see that I check it frequently and I am more than willing to share your guys's projects with the whole tribe because that is what it is all about building community and supporting each other and in that same line please go uh, then to maker mom podcast on Instagram hit the link in the bio and hit maker mom tribe it takes you right on over to patreon and you can see how to join the Maker Mom Podcast tribe officially and get your own very own shout out at the beginning of the next episode. All right, until next week, I will see you later. Thank you for listening to the Maker Mom Podcast. You can connect with the Maker Mom community in the Facebook group page, Maker Moms. And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe, leave an awesome review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Music